Welcome to Dating in Dubai, an expat expose on what dating really looks like for singles in the Middle East, hosted by your dating guru, me, Christiana Maction. Hello and welcome back to Dating in Dubai. I am your hostess and dating guru, Christiana Maction, and today is our third episode. This episode will also be a solo episode where you will get more information about my current Dubai dating data, another one date wonder, as well as listener questions and answers, and of course, a Dating in Dubai PSA. So let's get into my current Dubai dating data. So in episode two, I recalled my first date with, remember, this is a nickname. This isn't his actual name, Nima. And if you listen to episode two, the reason why we call him Nima is because he looks exactly like Nima from Shaz of Sunset on Bravo TV. So let's get into how date two went about. Our first date was on a Saturday, and you can listen to episode two about more on that and the details that have to go with that. We then end up uh, talking only late on the Sunday, so the day after the date. On Monday, he asked me out for a second date because he knows that my family is going to be in town. He asked me out for a Wednesday, and he asked for a sober, casual date which is great because the first date was actually like super duper boozy. And he wanted to see me before my family was in town. So my family actually arrived Wednesday evening. So we ended up putting the date on for Tuesday. We ended up going to Brass Monkey. And if y'all have not been to Brass Monkey in Dubai, it is so much fun. They have bowling, they have arcade games. And me being a super duper highly competitive person, it is like my ideal place to go. So we decided on a sober date. So I live downtown. So I drove all the way down there. Remember, he's living in like the JLT area because he had just moved here. He's sorting out which neighborhoods he likes best. So we meet there. Now I order a tea. (laughs) I know, super lame of me. But, you know, I wasn't drinking and I didn't really want to eat anything. And um, anyway, though, he ordered one beer even though he said that he wanted a sober date, which is fine. Obviously, one beer is totally cool. Now, what's cool about Brass Monkey on a Tuesday, or at least now what they have going on, is that they have live music, and the band was rocking. They were playing, like, 90 songs, songs from the 2000s, so it was super cool. He had put down our names for the bowling prior to my arrival, because when you do the bowling there, you can't reserve lanes. You, it's like a first come, first serve kind of thing. So we had some time to sit at the table for some conversation. And I noticed that he was talking a lot about dating again. He was like trying to like pry into my dating history, trying to ask me more about what it's like to date in Dubai. And then it kind of came out of obviously like what I'm doing now is dating in Dubai with my Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and now podcast. And what I did like was that he didn't seem intimidated by it at all. And when I was telling him about this new project that's popping up for me, he basically was like, well, what if you meet a guy that you really like before the start of this project? And I basically just told him because the project has to do with dating in Dubai. I was like, I would never let that deter 
my kind of like career uh, trajectory and that I would continue with doing dating in Dubai. And I think that like kind of put him off a bit, but it's like, I would never let a man get in the way of what I'm trying to build here. Anyway, though, so our name gets called for bowling. We go up to bowl. And like I mentioned before, I'm a super duper highly competitive person. And if you listen to episode one, I talk about manifesting like my ideal man. And one of those traits is that he's athletic. Okay, so Nima is doesn't have the most athletic body, um, nor does he uh, <laughs> nor does he possess uh, an athletic swag or maybe even bone in his body. Anyway, though, we played two games of bowling and I beat him terribly each time. Like he did not even break like 60, I think. And when I was talking to people after the date, they're like, oh, well, maybe he was trying to let you win. And I was like, no, you should have seen the frustration in this man's face and how upset he was getting that I was beating him. <laughs> and when we would uh, bowl or start like a new round, we basically would decide on what we were betting on. So through the betting of bowling, I had won um, a spa massage and then also a day at Saul. And a day at Sol is basically the beach club that's at Burj Al Arab, which is like the most exclusive, most luxurious, most beautiful beach club I have ever been to. And hey, I won those fair and square. Then we went upstairs and we played um, air hockey. I think he did beat me, but only by like one or something like that. But yeah, I mean, it, overall, it was a good date. Now it's coming to the end of the night. I'm getting tired and... Basically, I, I mean, I know I had driven there. I remember on date number one, he had picked me up in a Maserati. So I, I would basically just said, OK, well, I'm going to go home now. And I asked, oh, how did you get here? And he said that he took a taxi. And I was like, oh, so think about that. What does that mean to you? Dot, dot, dot. Oh, he rented the Maserati for our date. He definitely does not own this car. I mean, you can take it either way, either that he's trying to impress me. So it's kind of sweet that he did that or just not impressed at all. So I ended up driving him home and I always do this test. Like when I bring a guy into my car, I absolutely love car karaoke. And growing up, I like especially in high school, I loved going to concerts, especially emo concerts, moshing in the pit, loved it all. So I was just playing like screamo music, <laughs> like rocking out. He was not impressed. But I mean, the guy that I'm going to be with is going to be like, oh my gosh, this chick's so cool. <laughs> I, I don't think he felt that way. I actually think I kind of scared him. <laughs> but anyway, I dropped him off at his uh, JLT location. And I like, didn't really give him like a kiss. I was like, okay, bye. See you later. Keep in mind, my family is coming the next night. So I'm super busy. I kind of don't even realize that I hadn't heard from him. And then for like nine or 10 days straight, I think nine days straight, I was hosting my family. And I don't hear from him through this whole time. My family leaves after a couple days. I go, huh, I wonder what Nima's up to. And honestly, like the way I operate, if I'm thinking about somebody and I want to message them, I do. Like, I don't play any games. I'm like, oh, OK, well, I'm thinking about this person. But I always have a reason as to why I'm messaging, not just like, hey, because that's boring and you're not even asking a question. But anyway, I uh, end up messaging him and saying, oh, cashing in on my spa massage and my day at Saul. Winky face. And then he sends me this message. 
keep in mind, I message him uh, in the evening at 7 p.m. He doesn't get back to me until midday the next day and says, hi, I'd love to dot, dot, dot. But here's the thing. I thought you were hot, but you showed me little to no interest. And it took you two weeks to message. I'd rather focus my effort on someone who shows a little more interest in me. Sorry, I'm like a girl. And then some whack emoji face. Anyway, firstly, it took two weeks to message. I was hosting my family. And yes, I'm the girl here. You should be messaging me. Like, take some action. Have some balls. And I hate that statement. I'm like a girl. What does that even mean? Especially in 2021. Anyway, all in all, the way that I kind of like deduce this whole thing is either he can't afford (laughs) the spa day and the day at Saul. Yeah, like maybe he's not interested or maybe like I didn't make him feel like I liked him or made him feel important or special. But it's like another thing. Do you my ideal partner is not going to be somebody who is so needy or is counting down the days until I message them and then keeping that list and that track in their brain, like, gosh, the person I want to be with is somebody who's confident and just puts themselves out there. And this person, Nima, is obviously not my person. I did not even respond because I honestly go by the rule that silence is deadly and there's no real reason to respond with like a snide remark or anything kind of snarky. So that's the end of Nima. We can call him a two-date wonder. So now on to the second segment of our podcast or solo podcast where I will detail one of my one date wonders of my UAE dating history. And this one we are going to call Frenchie. So Frenchie and I met on the Tinder machine. Uh, He looked young for 44, at least from his pictures. Now the Tinder age range that I have um, on my profile is 30 to 45. I am 32. I usually don't date anybody younger than 32 or even my age, but you never know. And I always go up to 45 just because I feel like dating somebody who's older usually translates into them being more mature and more secure in themselves and basically meaning that they're not going to play any games. But living in Dubai, you realize that most of these men are just Peter Pan. So he had asked me out right away and he asked me where I wanted to go. So I chose uh, for us to go to the Opus Hotel, which is in Business Bay. And if you have not been there yet, it is literally an architecture marvel, which is a building that's designed by Zaha Hadid. It has like this like massive gap in the middle. And the Mi Hotel there is very like uh, futuristic, kind of looks like you're in like an alien spaceship, but like super cool alien spaceship. And we ended up going to one of the outdoor lounges. And forgive me, because I'm going to pronounce this wrong. It's either Deseo or Deseo. And yes, I'm Puerto Rican, but I do not speak any Spanish. I'm very New York Rican, so I definitely botched that. But anyway, what I must say is that a little dating hack or pro tip is that you should always choose the place that you want to go to. Because even if the date sucks, you've actually tried something new or you went to a place that you really enjoyed. And that was definitely the case in this case. So I was meant to meet him in the lounge, but we actually caught each other 
right in like the little lift lobby. Now, when I saw him, <laughs> honestly, boys, girls, others, why are we using pictures from 10 years ago? Like it's basically catfishing somebody. Anyway, though, when I saw him, he was definitely much shorter in person. When I had swiped on him, the reason why I swiped right is because he had a full head of hair. He had this sexy little gap, said he was French. I'd never really dated a French guy before. So I was like, oh, let's try this out. Yeah, he's probably one of the reasons why I have my reservations about um, (laughs) some people. But anyway, when I met him in person, again, guys, with the dark jeans and the tucked in shirt, like, I don't know, he just did not have it going on. And then he had on boots. And like I said, shorter and the gap in the pictures was a sexy gap. The gap in person was whack, like black in between. And I was like, damn, this dude has good face tuning. (laughs) Anyway, though, I was like, well, listen, let's not judge him by his looks, maybe he's a really cool person, or I'm going to learn something new from him. Uh, We take the lift up. But I'm obviously kind of like disappointed because he basically like lied on his profile. But whatever, I said, okay, go in with a positive outlook. You never know things could change or turn around. So anyway, um, as we are talking, I find out that he had just moved back to Dubai. So I inquired further. He said, Oh, well, I used to live here with my wife and my two kids. We just got divorced. They now live in France on the countryside. And I've come back here to work and make money. He then went in and spoke more about his wife and kids. And I couldn't really like, I can't even remember the details. because like I was just zoning out. I was actually bored, to be honest. But anyway, I I inquired further because I just wanted to ask questions and learn more about him. And on his Tinder profile, it said that he worked in finance. Now, myself, I actually have a degree in finance. So I kind of speak that language. So I wanted to find out more about what he actually did. Turns out he's not in finance. He's actually in sales. And that's fine. But it's like, but why are you lying? (laughs) And then when he was saying that he's here on his own, he's not with his wife and kids, I asked him, oh, well, which neighborhood do you live in? And he told me, And then he had mentioned something like, we live wherever. And I was like, oh, we, who's we? And he lives in a large villa with six other roommates. This man is 44 years old. I I was shocked, like shocked out of my mind. So I asked him, I was like, oh, it's, do you like living like that? (laughs) And his answer was like, well, yeah, you know, it's it's nice to have other people around. And also my rent is less because other people are helping to pay for the rent. And I'm sorry, like this might come off very judgy. But if I am 44 years old, and I'm worrying about splitting rent, that means that something went wrong in my life. So anyway, the conversation was like pulling teeth, much like the gap in his teeth. Um, (laughs) he only wanted to order drinks, but I was like, I'm kind of hungry. But then like, I felt bad. I mean, we ordered some starters. We only ordered two starters. And anyway, it it was weird. Like I was like really put off by the fact that he was like, oh, well, like don't order too much. And I was like, this guy, who is this guy? (laughs) Anyway, the date was just like not going well. There were so many like awkward silences. I just could not wait for the check to come. And oh yeah, by the way, 
Um, I actually knew the bartender because I had seen him. Um, he used to work at a couple other places, including Galaxy. And I was just so embarrassed to be on this date with this guy because I knew our server. And he was like, he kept staring at me like, girl, what you doing with this guy? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, embarrassed. So now the bill comes and he says, oh, do you want to go Dutch? Okay, I obviously know what going Dutch means, but I like acted real stupid. I was like, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what that means. And he's like, oh, let's split the bill. (laughs) Keep in mind, he asked me out and I told him, I was was like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. And then he was like, he basically says to me, and I I swear, like, these are the actual words that came out of his mouth. He said, well, if I paid for every first date, that would be really expensive. And I was appalled and shocked. I just went silent. And when the uh, server came with the uh, card machine, he actually said, okay, you can put this amount on my card. Now, I hadn't even looked at the bill. When I realized how much it was, the total was 268 dirham. So he wanted to split it. And we each pay 134 dirham each. For those of you who don't live in the UAE, that's $36.49 or 26 pounds. This guy wanted to split this check. I was like, so embarrassed. I hand over my card, whatever I paid for it. And then I explained to him, I was like, you know, when you ask somebody out, that's like with the intention that you're asking them out. Also being a girl, it takes like a lot for us to get ready. Like literally that day I had went to the spa to get my nails done. I got my hair done for the date. And I don't think that guys realize like the actual effort that we put in as girls. And I mean, for most guys, they just what, like change their clothes, shower, maybe brush their hair, maybe brush their teeth, where there's a lot more that goes into getting ready for a girl. Anyway, though, but with him being 44, I don't even know if this even like sunk in or got through his head and he'll probably never change. It's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. But anyway, pay the bill. And he gets up to leave. And I just go, you're embarrassing. (laughs) He leaves, right? And then I'm on my phone because obviously he has to take the lift down to get to the lobby to take a taxi or I don't even know how he's getting home. I don't care. And so I was waiting on my phone, like just whatever, probably messaging people, talking-ish on him. And um, then he comes back to the table and goes, well, actually, no, I'm going to sit here and have a cigarette. And I literally, I get up, I go, I don't know how much deeper a hole you can dig, but you're embarrassing. And I said it again, just because I was like, in such like shock that this person would behave this way at 44 years old. But then it made me think, okay, maybe this is why he's divorced, because he's just like nasty and awkward and weird. Anyway, though, so then I got up and I left and I was just like, in a weird mood, in like a weird state of mind. And I ended up just calling a girlfriend and going out that night and having a good time. So bye bye and no more Frenchie. Now just advice to those out there. If you are inviting somebody like I I actually honestly believe that chivalry is not dead. And that if you are asking a girl out on a date or vice versa or whatever, if you're the person asking that person out, it's kind of implied or under that impression that that person is paying usually it would be the guy asking the girl out i'm just a traditional girl and i prefer it that way 
But yeah, I mean, if you're asking a girl out, at least pay, especially if the bill split is 134 dirham. Don't embarrass yourselves. This is a segment of Dating in Dubai where I answer your listener questions. The question is, how do I get him to ask me out after weeks and weeks of just chatting on the apps? Well, firstly, why are you chatting for more than even a week? My goodness, I could never dedicate that much time to just chat with somebody that I've never met in person without them asking me out. Now, I'm fortunate enough, and maybe I'm just forward enough, where people tend to ask me out within the first few days, maximum within the first week that I am talking to them. Because like I had mentioned in a previous episode, it just makes more sense to meet and vibe with somebody in person rather than through possibly catered messages through an app. Now, this had happened to me recently where I was talking to a guy for maybe two weeks and he just kept messaging me really detailed messages about his day, his week, not every day, but uh, just like checking in and wanting to get to know me more. And he had recently asked me, how was the weekend? And this is after almost two weeks of just chatting and he hasn't asked me out. So I ended up messaging him and saying, excellent. I prefer meeting people in person to get to know them rather than on an app. And then when you put that message out, I mean, he's either going to sink or float. He's either going to take action, ask you out or just not respond. Because some people are on the apps just for that instant gratification. Or maybe they're actually in a relationship already and maybe lining you up for some kind of alley-oop when that relationship ends. But anyway, his response was good. He said, agreed, let's move to WhatsApp and plan the date. And then there you go. So just a recap, you should just message the person you want to ask you out. I prefer meeting people in person to get to know them rather than on an app. And that should be your golden ticket to either a date or a flop and you never speak to him again. And then guess what? Then it wasn't worth it anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. Dating in Dubai, PSA, public service announcement. To bio or not to bio on a dating app? And the answer is always to bio. You can't get to know somebody just off of pictures. But also, if you're not putting in the effort to actually write a bio about yourself, then how do I know that you're going to put in any effort to actually take me out? And please, your height and the country flag emoji that you're from is not a bio. <laughs> and if you need help writing your bio, please visit services.christianamaction.com. Sign up for a dating profile makeover where I give you an analysis of your current dating profile, expect picture suggestions, and also a new and improved rewritten bio. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Dating in Dubai. Speak soon. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Dating in Dubai podcast. Rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform you're listening on. Follow me on all social platforms, including YouTube at christiana.maction. For dating solutions such as dating profile makeovers, date coaching, and much more, see me at services.christianamaction.com and we will see you next Tuesday for your dose of dating in Dubai.